Well, hello again, everyone. We are back again with yet another of our inspiring and informative podcasts. And this one, we are going to do our dead level best to keep within the 30 minute range. No problem. So, what are we, so so what are we tackling tonight? Tonight, we are going to be looking at some signs of human trafficking. And we're going to start going into some specifics because it's one thing to define what human trafficking is or what other people say it is, but it's a whole other thing to get into the nitty gritty. Uh, I guess it would be, this is a little bit of the investigative stuff that, that we use every day, but we're starting at the very superficial skin level stuff that, that are signs that are put out for people to be aware of. And and we're going to try and bring some of those to you guys in short and, but maybe help you see both sides of the picture of why they may also not be so that, because you know, as well as I do Haas, that there's well-meaning people out there who see one or two signs and they immediately turn on the lights and sirens and say it's a trafficking situation and, and it might not be. And well, and you don't mean like stop signs or anything like that. either. Right. Right. Sorry. Sorry. I had to (laughs) come it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, when we say signs of human trafficking, we're not talking about them holding a sign. A sign that says human trafficking, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sorry. or billboards, or billboards. Actually, they're putting more and more billboards up, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, I have, unfortunately. That shows you where all your donation dollars are going. Yep, yep, because those things Sorry, ain't I cheap. Again. Huh? I did it again. Sorry. No, but that's good, we... Uh, we we always foreshadow other things. That's what it is. We're we're just foreshadowing. We're being good uh, narrators and storytellers here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, tell me a story. Do what? I said. So tell me a story. All right. All right. We're gonna jump just straight in. So, um, these are put out by several agencies. Um, there's some of the best that compile lists just that are concise. Again, you'll understand as we go further in this and you keep hearing and listening to us why we don't necessarily agree with them, but at the same time, they are useful for, for people to be aware of. Um, and tonight's particular one that we're using is one done by Homeland security. Um, uh, block one of the first ones that they list is uh, is the victim accompanied by another person who is controlling provides the victim's information or who does all the communicating Uh, i'm throwing that one at you commentate at me well i mean in a good way or a bad way here well Uh, well, first off i guess why it actually would be a sign of human trafficking I'm more, I'm better at tearing stuff apart than I am building stuff up. Uh, okay, all right. Well, then I'll be, I'll be good cop. You be bad cop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, the reason that this would be a sign of human trafficking is that when you're talking about someone who is being trafficked or sexually exploited, um, they're not doing it of their own free will. So there's going to be an individual who is providing that controlling factor. They're there to 
uh, protect their investment. They're there to protect their money. And as such, they're not going to allow that individual to have any say so in what they do or what they say. And they're always going to be liaisoning uh, between the victim and whoever might be trying to contact them. Um, you do see this more frequently, probably with your your street level guy, not your not your large operations, because large operations, the girls know they're being watched, so then they're programmed to know what to say. They're programmed to know the right responses. So you may not actually see someone visibly there with them controlling them, but it's happening anyway. But you will see this with probably the, the lower level stables where they're running one or two girls at a time. And now for why it might not be a sign, James. Why it might not be. Yes. Um, well, there's so many, so many different. Um, and I'm going to go there just for spite. Yeah. Um, somebody speaking for you blah 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 you know somebody you know, I, I don't go you gotta uh, refresh in this for me a little bit okay uh, the the issue of not letting someone talk blah 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 you know um well someone damn. might be shy i know <laughs> well you go in, uh, and i'm gonna say it you know uh, apparently you know marriage is trafficking yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes so anyway um you go into schools it's the same thing you know your teachers mm-hmm. are telling you what you're supposed to be doing what you're not supposed to be doing yeah you know so you have to just <clears throat> have an open mind about this of yeah. what is and you can't always take things at face value true i mean that's the best thing i can say is is just that i mean your boss tells you what you can and can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean he's trafficking you? No. Well, and too, I mean, I've never seen a boss with a secretary who hasn't done all the talking for them anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, another thing I was thinking was, I know you've done some, and when I've done the uh, close personal protection or the bodyguard stuff, if you're point man for security, you're the one doing the talking. Yeah. You know, you're the one kind of directing them around, moving them around, and it can look like you're, you know, being controlling for their information and everything else, but it's because you're concerned with security. And that is is a huge thing. Um, a uh, a past business of mine was was basically like that. You know, mm. we had we had to control the situation so much because of all the scenarios. And the type of people that you were dealing with, mm-hmm. you you have no choice but to completely regulate it. Yeah, and, and it turns into it. You're just doing it for safety's sake. Yeah. So and environment so has a lot to do with understanding yeah. this in context. Yes, environment. That was the word I was looking for. I just couldn't find it. Must be yeah. the lack of sleep. Yeah. 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 Don't no our tour listening audience, no one's allowed to ask how long James has been without sleep. So <laughs> that's a question I don't even bother to ask him anymore. Sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
which you never know when that'll be. So yeah, anyway, it'll be never. It'll be never. But anyway, next question. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> next question. All right. Does the victim have trouble communicating due to a language or cultural barrier? That can go a couple different ways too, you know. Yeah. Yep. Well, I know. How many people are born with speech impediments? Yeah. Does that mean they're being trafficked? Yeah. And no. too, I mean, with with a lot of our, well, anymore with a lot of our military coming home, you know, some of them have taken wives from other countries. Yep. They're they're guiding them around. They're coaching them through the American culture. So you'll see them standing in between the the individual land and uh, whatever the societal interactions might be. But the reason it might be a sign of human trafficking is because there are a lot of victims that are brought in from other countries. Um, I think the most common are the Latino and the Eastern Bloc. No, I can't say that, just those two. It's also the Asian countries. Yeah, but you know, if you aren't uh, an Eskimo or American Indian, you ain't, uh, you weren't from this place to begin with. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But, yeah, so that one's also, I guess, that that's contextual. Look around at your environment, observe it. Um, you know, if you see someone who... I guess it would be the in the cases that we've seen a lot, it's it's where they're purposefully put into an environment where those cultural differences keep them off balance, keep them bewildered, keep them in a state of, of being subdued. Just as another angle for keeping control. Yeah, they've, it's hard to it's just it's such a hard thing to try to put your finger on and say this is it this is what i mean i mean you you can't unless you've seen it and and dealt with it, it it's tough to decipher it is yeah yeah well and see that's I mean, I guess that is one of the things, I guess, the difficulties with expressing this is because, I mean, as an investigator, you learn to do this stuff on the fly. You're not even articulating to yourself, oh, this is why. You're just making all these tiny observations at speed, at real time, and basically building a, a, a profile based on thousands of bits of information at once that gives you an idea of what you're actually dealing with. Yeah, because most things, you know, they have this checklist that they want you to follow. Right. You know? And everybody should know by now how we feel about checklists, lists, and boxes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just that, you know, you can have all the checklists you want, but human nature. Yeah. It, you know, as, as we've stated before, you know, anytime you're dealing with humans, it, nothing's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing is. Nothing is what it seems, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next one is: Does the victim seem submissive or feel fearful 
refuse to make eye contact or seem afraid to speak in the presence of others. And that's a good one. That one is probably one of the more correct for being able to determine that something's not right. Something's wrong with the scenario is you see two people out and one of them looks like they'd rather be anywhere else or they're just so numb. Yep. I'm that but, way if I go places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not talking about people who just don't like being in, uh, in social settings. <laughs> antisocial. Yeah. Antisocial behavior here. So, but you know, as, as it goes, that is probably one of the better points that is, that is at least a little more concrete to make you sit up and take notice. But yeah, on yeah, but then on the other side, you know, I mean, I know I know a couple people who suffer from severe societal anxiety. You know, going out in a public place stresses them out, so they tend to stick close to the one person or the group that they feel the most comfortable in, but that doesn't stop their body language and everything else from just saying I would rather be dead than be here. And you've seen that too, I'm sure, just being out in various yeah. scenarios. I mean, shoot, you go to a club and you'll see that one person who got dragged in by the rest of their friends for a night on the town and they're like, I'd rather be in bed. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Not that anyone could drag you to a club, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the, there's those lists of body language. Body language is the most expressive thing that you can look at and because we're humans and from birth we're instinctively building say that again we're instinctively dysfunctional well that too but but we're instinctively building this processing ability to be able to determine our environment based off of body language and nonverbal cues it's something that pretty much everyone even without training tends to pick up on. Now, some people are really deaf to it and, and oblivious and they walk right by it. But that's one thing that you can tend to trust. A lot of, you know, it's sometimes called gut feeling, but it's based off of things like this where you're looking at these body language things and you're saying that's not right. And you may not be able to tell yourself why that's not right, but you can look at it and you can know this is off. There's something that needs to be looked into here. Well, a lot of people claim to be people watchers. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you hear that all the time. Oh, I just go to the store to people watch. I just mm -hmm. go to people watch. You know, it's, you know, I go to a bar, I'll sit there and I'll, I'll people watch. <clears throat> well, you can do that, but do you know, even know what you're looking at? Exactly. Exactly. And hence the reason checklists were made. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like there's a, you know, like the, the, what is that, the people at Walmart website, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, so, so, I mean, you know, yeah, it's, uh, you just, no matter what, you just got to research and learn and, and, yeah. and, and, you know, we all know that if we, you know, if, if your mom or your dad gives you that certain look, you know when you're in trouble and when you ain't, you know? Yep. And, and, and you know the reactions 
you know, if you did the same thing to your children, you know, their, their mannerisms. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so there's general mannerisms that you can pick up very easily. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's others that there just ain't no way because if you're not, and I'm, I'm going to say the word, I guess, trained, you know, yeah. If, if if you just don't, if you have the training or the experience to understand, then you'll pick it up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's anymore. I mean, I know for myself, and I know for the other investigators that I talk to, that's just it's second nature. You go out and you're looking for those those things that tell you, you know, pay more attention. You know, I can't tell you how many times I'll be out. Uh, with my wife and she'll look at me and she'll say, what are, what are you seeing? Cause she notices that I'm, you know, that I go kind of stock still and I'm watching something and it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's just things that, that you train to and anybody can do it. That's the thing. This is not a, this is not a superpower. Well, it is, it is well, a superpower in a way, but <laughs> learning how to survey a room. Yeah. You know, any more in this day and age, that's one of the smartest things you can do. Absolutely. You know, because you never, you, you have no idea what's going on. Yep. Well, and just you being, know. just being plain observant can save so many people's lives. You know, how many yeah. times do you read in the news where somebody's, you know, one of those civilian heroes says, yeah, I was seeing this and it didn't look right. Yep. And they, they don't, they don't express what they were seeing but they, they just said something wasn't right and they followed it up and they were able to save a life. And, you know, that's as we at the Crusaders to all of our listeners and to anybody that we come in contact with speaking and otherwise, it's like, look, this isn't rocket science, but it does take time for you to apply it yourself to. But applying yourself to it, number one, is going to make it where the, that's the way you defeat trafficking. You don't defeat trafficking by throwing 20 bucks at an organization that's asking for your money so they can put up a billboard. You defeat this by every single person going from a sheep to at least not a sheep. You, you know, not everybody's got it in them to be a sheepdog, but at least not a sheep where you're aware, you're watching, because then you can bring it to the attention of someone who needs to know. And that's how things happen. That's how this will get eradicated. But we have a society where everybody's so glued to their phones and so glued to themselves that they're not bothering to sit up and take a look around and see what's going on in the street as they pass in the stores and the coffee shops. And so that's one of the big ways the human trafficking is surviving is because the human traffickers, they're laughing because nobody's paying attention. Well, uh, and, and a lot of the reason that people don't catch on is the simple fact that everyone's jumping on the social media bandwagon that this is the only place it happens. Yes. You know, if it's not on social, you know, if it doesn't happen on, and I'm going to say the word back page, you know, if it doesn't yes. happen on back page. It's not happening. You know, yep. you know, yep. uh, so, I mean, it, yeah, people have gotten desensitized because, as you said, they've got their heads in their phones all the time. Yeah. Well, they're so used I'm, to being fed what to think. Yeah. Yeah. You're being trained Yeah. to think in a certain manner. Yep. You know, 
Yeah. Which scares a lot of people when you break that mold. Yeah. Well, who was it? Well, you did it a couple of times, but who was it that you and, and Trooper took and said, hey, if you really want to see what trafficking's like, get in the car with us at midnight and drive to this side of town. We'll show you. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of NGOs we did that with. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole other way. Yeah, because sitting there and researching it on the internet and Googling what a victim looks like, you ain't going to see it. Yeah. You ain't going to see it. Yeah, so. we've actually uh, we had uh, a person just uh, just entered in the, into the police force that we had spent a few nights on giving them a little ride around. Of, yeah. This is what's going on in real life. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. And yeah. but not everyone is programmed. No. To be able to handle the things that they they'll they'll see yeah very true very true but there's always something someone can do so uh yeah the biggest thing is open your eyes yeah exactly look up from your phone once in a while yeah yeah yep no watch what your kids are doing when they're when you're talking to them and they're not paying attention to you you know tell them to get their kids out of their phones you know Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's one of the things too, and I don't want to get too off topic, but just you saying that, you know, you hear today, how did parents will ask, how did we miss it when their kids are being trafficked out of their local schools? And it's nobody's engaging with anyone anymore. You know, they're, they're not engaging with their kid to see the early signs, to see the little shifts in behavior that are happening. And so, well, then there, and I know, granted, you know, eras change, you know, yeah. generation, things always change. Um, I know, uh, you know, when I was a young pup, um, I know if I got out of earshot, I was in big trouble. Yeah. You yeah. know, if I, uh, there was always somebody, whether it was a sibling, whoever, you were always within eyesight or earshot of someone yeah um you know this day and age i can't tell you you know my my job takes me all over um you know i can't tell you some of the places i go where i'm looking around going where the hell are these people where where's these kids as parents yep oh yeah oh yeah you see that all the time all the time and it's young kids too the ages keep going down and then then it really it makes you want to throw up your hands and say, and you're surprised when something happens? Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and that's where you just have to use that word, really. Yeah. You know, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then again, if you look at how things have, you know, how society has changed, yeah, you can understand why it's happening. Yeah, yeah. People are getting, they're, they're, the sheep are growing more and more wool so much that it's covering their own eyes. Well, it's that thing, you know, they, when they, when the word snowflake was coined, they were, they hit it right on the head. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth. But anyway, so all right, go back yeah. to your topics. Cause now that I've got y'all out of whack again, <laughs> you do that to me quite often, but anyway, uh, next question. Does the victim seem confused 
claim to be just visiting or seem unable to identify his or her location. Uh, <laughs> I'll get, I'll give why that might be real fast. Cause I hear you gearing up in there. Um, no, not necessarily. Anyway. Well, I, cause I know we've talked about this before, just you and I and some others, but the, the reasons that this might be are because again, you got to remember that part of the whole control process for, for a pimp, for someone who is a trafficker is they, it, it's psychological. They get inside these victims' heads. They mess with them. They always keep them off balance. There's a constant um, psychological warfare really would be the best way to describe it because it's this good cop, bad cop. They play bipolar. They're just all over the map to keep them constantly on edge and compliant. And so this is where this comes from is you're looking to see does the victim seem to be in that stage of confusion based on this constant back and forth to keep them off balance. So they're, you know, they're programmed to say, Oh, I'm just visiting. They don't give specifics about where they're from or what they're doing in the area because, you know, people are, you know, like, Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm just visiting. That's not an answer, but in our society, that's a polite way of saying, mind your own business. Um, Victims being unable to identify their location um, one of the, one of the other ways that victims are controlled is by keeping them hooked on and high on a narcotic. So having their senses disoriented to where they're not sure where they've been. Uh, they may have been transported in a van with no windows or in the back of a semi truck. Um, they may have really, you know, in a U-Haul, they may have no idea where they are. So that's where this one comes in. However, that being Wouldn't said... That- more than trafficking, though. Do what? Wouldn't that be smuggling more than trafficking? Yeah, yeah, but there, there, you know, that's that's a whole podcast yeah. in and of itself. I had to go there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and we will get to that because there's a, a lot of people try and, and lay down a, 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 a clear line between human trafficking and human smuggling. And Shane says a brilliant way of explaining why there is no line, period. But uh, anyway... I guess some reasons why that might not be. And you're going to have to jump in here, Hoss, because you're the one who had the great spiel on this. As to why it might not be. Yeah. Which part, what you gotta, you gotta give me. Okay. So it's broken down into three parts. So victims seeming to be confused. Seeming to be confused. Yeah. Uh, 80% 80% of the people you talk to in, in our society are confused. <laughs> uh, they are, man. I mean, it's that simple. Dude, you they know? can't even figure out genders, you know, they're, they're, they're let alone. <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, come on, our kids are eating Tide Pods. They're confused. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, but, but no, I mean, you know, health issues, there's a lot of things that can, tr- that can contribute yeah. to that. Well, shoot, jet lag alone. I mean, I've been jet lagged where I was standing outside of places trying to make my brain catch up with where in the world I was. Well, and, you know, you get people that have had several concussions, you know, things like that. They, uh, you know, you move too fast, your equilibrium's off half the time. Yep. You know, you get them little rocks in your ears. If they aren't in line, your equilibrium's off, you're dizzy, you're disoriented. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. there's so many different things that that can contribute to it 
yeah, medications, emotional stuff. Yeah, there's just so many different reasons that someone might appear to be confused or I guess they're the confused was probably not the word they were going for. I'm guessing they were probably going for that disoriented confusion. But, yeah, but you know, like I said, it doesn't take much to get disoriented. No. It really you know. No. It really doesn't. No. Um drink a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, somebody pops you upside the head because you mouthed off to them, you're going to get disoriented. Yep. Yep. So the claim to be just visiting again, I pretty much claim that even in the town where I reside half the time. Yeah. I mean, it, exactly. Somebody, you know, that, like you said, well, wh- well, where are you from? It, it, it's none of your damn business. Yeah. You know? Especially in this day and age. Yep. Don't sit there and tell everybody and their brother where you're from and give them your phone number. Yep, exactly. You know? Exactly. And it's, yeah, yeah. And especially, and, and too, since we're talking to people that we want to be involved, that's another thing. We've had well-meaning people who get a list like this, and they may just bluntly approach someone on the street and start going through the checklist and talking to them. And I don't know about you, but if someone came up to me and doing that, I'm thinking you're asking me a lot of really weird questions. What's the angle? What's the setup? Mm-hmm. So something else to be aware of and, and direct victim approach is rarely the correct way to go about it. Cause you got to remember if they are a victim, they're they're 99% of the time they're under some kind of surveillance. If they are truly being trafficked. Yes. Yes, exactly. And there are so many, like I said, that you're, you're going to hear, and I constantly say it is, if it is truly being trafficked. Right. And right. that's what it is. It's truly a trafficking situation rather yep. than, you know. Yep. So what was the other, what was the third part? Uh, or seeming unable to identify his or her location. Well, they always say most men won't ask for directions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or again, you know, you're in that whole thing where, um, you know, especially if we're talking like the, the stereotypical trafficking victim, which is the young ones. And again, you know, that is because currently that is the largest percentage of trafficking victims is the underage. However, you got to remember that, you know, there could be a thousand reasons why they can't identify where they are. Maybe they were dropped off by a parent who's and they're supposed to meet another relative to be picked up. Maybe they're maybe they're going cross country. You know, maybe there's another issue there where maybe they're they're missing and endangered. They're not necessarily. Uh, a trafficking victim they're just you know they've run away from home and they're not really sure where they are or where to go next you know it's still something that needs to be addressed in that case but you know it may not be a sign of trafficking that was a great explanation well thank you i did i did learn from the best but anyway (laughs) um the uh you know, with, with people and, and and where they are currently, I guess, to also beat on a dead horse is I've seen quite a few people who've walked around blocks 
or I was actually, it was, I was, um, I was out. It was a low key day. I was waiting on a phone call. So I decided to just get in some surveillance time. So I was just try. I picked a person out of a crowd and just started tracking them and, uh, you know, doing the, the just ebb and flow, putting the pressure on, falling back on them. And they were on their cell phone. They didn't look up 15 minutes later. They were like three or four streets away, three or four blocks that they'd walked up and they look up from their phone and they look around and they come up and they ask me for directions. They turn around, they see me there and they're asking me for directions about where they're, where there's, where they are, where they have no idea how they got there. And it's just, again, that inattentiveness in society. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and people don't pay attention to the surroundings. No. You know, and that's one of the worst things you can do is not pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you know, it, we've done even, I mean, there'd been times where we even threw out little tests to people, mm-hmm. you know, where. You know, um, you know, uh, uh, how many times have we sat and tailed somebody and actually been talking to them on the phone and them not even yes, yes, standing right next to you and not even realize it. Yep. So I mean, it's it's quite comical of how uh, how it actually is. Yeah. I mean. But just like that, you know, like you said, with the, with the trafficking victim of not realizing where they're at, things like that, you know. Um, like I said, if it's a true trafficking situation, you'll know it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there'll be, well, there'll be a little bit more desperation, panic, fear. You know, that, that true visceral fight or flight response that you're seeing in their realization that they're not sure where they are. It's, it's just part of that body language thing again. Yeah. Okay. So what's next on that nifty little card you have? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Hoss, we're at the 35 minute mark. We're probably going to have to do the rest of oh. this on an, on our next one. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, okay. but that's great. Hey, guess how many we got through? Um, I have no idea. Four. Because <laughs> so, I can't keep trap shut long enough. No, we're just, we're, I, I prefer to think of it as we're very detailed about this. We'll we'll leave it there, right? <laughs> we're detailed, all right. <laughs> so, all right, well, we will call that. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, next week we'll get through maybe four more. <laughs> so, same bat time, same bat channel. That's know. it. That's it. Well, uh, we will call it because we're trying to keep them shorter so that more of you can uh, take the time to listen and, and don't have to wait until you get home from work or whatever else to sit down and devote an hour to hearing us uh, ramble on. But, um, do again, we do appreciate you all tuning in to listen. Um, again, those questions, those comments, anything, please feel free to give them to us. We're, we're not, we don't bite. 
well, we do, but we don't bite people who want to learn. Yeah, uh, I mean, if are, you want to build sand, that's fine. Say it. You know, we'll have a lot more respect for the ones that do stand up. Yes. Yeah. The only dumb question is the question that's never asked. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to this, especially when it comes to this. And I'm not saying that we know everything because we don't, you know, I'm not saying we've seen everything because we haven't. Right. And anybody that tells you that they've been all and seen all, you know, well, you know, some of us have been damn close, but, but it don't happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because once again, you're dealing with humans. It's always going to be changing. That's it. That's it. And if we can't find the answer, we will put you in contact with someone who can. So uh, that is going to be all for us for this one. Again, this has been the Crusader Foundation. And as always, there are sheep, there are sheepdogs, and there are wolves. Time to pick a side.